Power 98.7 Podcast on Power 98.7. Now we're talking. 25 minutes before 2 o'clock. It is Power Lunch on Power 987. Uh, Mo is a pirate supporter and he's trying his absolute best to depress me today because I'm a chief supporter. But it's not going to work because, you know, the devil is a liar. <laughs> and we're moving on to another conversation now. It's Personal Finance Tuesdays and Gerald Mwandiambira uh, joining us in the studio, Certified Financial Planner. As we're taking a look at what to know when buying a car in 2017, 16. Uh, not a very friendly economic climate right now, but uh, needs are needs are needs and they don't stop, they don't quit. Uh, so what should we know if we are thinking of buying and purchasing a car, whether that car is a used car, whether that's a brand new car. Uh, sorry, they call them pre-loved cars now, isn't it? Pre-loved cars <laughs> versus new cars. So Gerald will be shedding some lights in that regard. But first things first, pirates or chiefs? Pirates. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. Welcome. How are you doing, Gerald? I'm good. And good afternoon to all the listeners. A pleasure to have you back and to see you in person. Uh, first things first, um, really not a, b- a good time to be buying vehicles at the moment. But um, if one is really pressed and they really, really need to make that decision, what are some of the things that they keep? they need to keep in mind in terms of their affordability, first of all? I think the, f- the, the most important thing to first consider is that a car these days is often the same value of a house. So Mm. you need to realize that purchasing a car is no longer a small financial decision. It's actually a major financial decision. Most upmarket cars, which are preferred by the upmarket audience of Power FM, (laughs) the German (laughs) sedans, etc., are often the same price as maintaining a bond. So because a car is now a major financial decision, you need to look at the bigger picture. And before you even consider a car, it is perhaps best to consult a financial planner or an advisor to help you in terms of making the right decision and then knowing what your affordability Mm. is. Mm. Uh, And when you talk about a financial planner, you're going to, you know, be the guy that tells me that, no, actually you can't afford a Mercedes Benz, rather just buy yourself a Vivo. Definitely. I Mm. think most people overlook the cost of ownership. Um, Firstly, there's the other things which people don't tell you about, like fuel. And Mm. a lot of people drive around in luxury cars with a fuel gauge on enough (laughs) all the time. And that's not how to maintain (laughs) a car. Always floating with empty. Definitely, because (laughs) when it's driving around on enough, it means that you actually could be damaging the car as well. Mm. Um, You also need to realize there's the cost of insurance. And a lot of people, you've heard the horror stories where somebody had a car and suddenly they're still paying for a car, but because they they didn't have have the right insurance, Mm. they don't have a car. So those are some of the things which determine affordability of the car. Also, we're talking interest rates right now. We're hearing every day that um, the country's facing challenges. The Mm. MPC is meeting tomorrow. And if interest rates go up by 25 basis points, it will affect people who are driving cars. So you need to also consider that your affordability should have a buffer Mm. to accommodate interest rate hikes as well as fuel price increases. Yes, right now the price of oil is great, but it can change at any time. Mm, mm. 0861987000 is the number for you to dial to be 
be a part of our conversation. We're talking about things to know if you are, uh, you know, on a journey flirting with the idea of buying a car in 2016. What are some of the questions that you have? Certified financial planner in the studio with us, Gerald uh, Mwande Ambira, joining us uh, in the studio. You can also tweet at parfm987 and tweet at Miss Apilele. Also tweet our producer Spongile at Spongile underscore G. 21 minutes now before two o'clock. And I really just want us to now talk about uh, the ratio between... In, in terms of sales in general, between pre-owned, pre-loved cars and brand new cars, are people more open to buying cars that have been used because of the af- affordability factor? I think that is becoming more and more reality. Mm-hmm. Most people buy a new car for prestige, just mm. to Status. drive it out and say it started on zero, zero. Yeah. But what most people don't realize is that just by driving out, you've lost 15 to 20 percent of the value of your car. So mm. you drive out 100 meters, drive back. They're not going to put it back in the new car showroom. Yeah. It's now a pre-loved car <laughs> and it's lost 15 to 20% of their value. Yeah. And that's why more and more people are starting to look at low mileage um, pre-loved cars because that's sometimes the best value for money. Yeah. You've also got the exchange rate which has come in. Um, because the rand has lost so much of its value mm. in the last year, new cars are going to probably go up by up to... 30 to 50 percent this Mm, year mm, which mm. means that pre-loved might be the only way you can go and also you're getting a situation now where people are selling their pre-loved cars at the same price they bought them because of the rand and 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 that that's important Mm. another important thing about buying cars is is it a local assembly or is it a full import that's Mm. another critical factor Mm. the Mm. local assembled cars tend to have um, better prices and often from a spares and parts mm. they're not as affected by the exchange rate because right. they're available locally mm. whereas full imports they tell you they have to write a letter to France send an Ish. email come back in three months, weeks yeah. and, 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 and that's important and also choice yeah if you buy a car brand which is individual, you want to be special. You're mm. a Miss Apelele. I yeah, can't be seen you know. in a normal <laughs> German car. I want to drive in a Swedish car. Yeah. What happens is that it, uh, there's this thing called depreciation. Mm. Um, and mm. depreciation also affects which brand. So if your brand is not popular as a pre-loved brand, you might find it very difficult to get rid of it in the future. So it's also good to try and stick to brands which people love because yeah. if you really need to move out of a car quickly, you want to be able to sell it. Mm-hmm. 0861987000 for you to be part of our conversation. What to know when buying a car in 2016, whether that's ca- that car is pre-owned, pre-loved, or a brand new car. If you have any kinds of questions, you can feel free to be part of the conversation. Tweet at Parfum987 and tweet at Miss Apelele. You're listening to Apelele Somi on Power 98.7. Now we're talking. Now we're talking 17 minutes before 2 o'clock. It is Power Lunch on Power 987. In our personal finance Tuesdays, what to know when buying a car in 2016? Certified financial planner joining us in the studio, Gerald uh, Mwandi Ambira. Perhaps you have stories that you can share uh, with regards to buying maybe a used car and, uh, you know, things didn't go accordingly. Uh, whatever situations that uh, you can bring through uh, as far as our conversation is concerned, we welcome. Uh, you can call the power line on 861 0 tweet at parfum987 at miss apelele as well as at spongile underscore g it's exactly 16 minutes now before two o'clock and uh <laughs> gerald is being a bit spicy off air and you <laughs> wanted to bring something else uh, to the fore yes basically people don't realize that when it comes to purchasing a home 
often they look at the, the things you're already paying. And the number one reason most people are declined a home loan is because they're driving cars which are too expensive mm. or too close to their affordability limit. And yeah. that's important because what I'd like to get out there today is that house before car. You have to yeah. get a house before a car. Yeah. And if you don't do it that way, you're not going to get your house because you have an expensive car mm. and you're going to have to sleep in your car. So I like <laughs> people to really <laughs> consider the car they purchase. If it's your first car, it's okay to buy a pre-loved car because you're going to have all those scratches. Yeah. Sometimes you're going to reverse into the pillar because the pillar just appeared. Yeah, in, and, and it's important. No and yeah. when you are buying a pre-loved car, do the mechanical check. Mm. Make sure you buy it from a reputable dealer. And it's amazing, Apelele, how many people buy cars without testing it. They yeah. just look at the cover. And it looks okay. It looks okay. Yeah. You know, just like when men go out into the mall and they see a pretty girl. She hasn't even opened her mouth. <laughs> and you decide, this is the woman this I want. This is your wife. And then sometimes the words which come out are not even pleasing <laughs> to the ear. The accent is wrong. Everything is just not quite adding up. So it's important. Yeah. Test drive the car. Yeah. Every person who's purchasing a car has the right to request to test drive mm, it. And mm. test drive many cars. But don't do that with women. <laughs> Uh, when it comes to <laughs> when it comes to private sales, and I think uh, those can be a bit tricky. You talked about if you are buying a pre-owned car, uh, very important that you go to a reputable dealer. But perhaps they're not giving you a good deal, and you can see maybe uh, being advertised somewhere on the interwebs, mm. on on mm. magazines. Uh, you know, people who are selling their cars privately, um, and and maybe the price there is a little bit more uh, affordable yeah. and and it's more attractive. Uh, what to look out for there? Because there are many people who have been scammed in those. Yes, indeed. I mean, when you're buying a private car, the beauty is that you get a better deal because there's no markup for the garage. Yeah. And often a private seller, maybe he wants to run off to New Zealand yeah, or Australia. Yeah. He's running away from the rent. So you sure. get a nice deal. However, there's a lot of reputable testing companies out there. I won't name them on air. But you can go get the car, a full mechanical check okay. there. Okay. And also... Um, most people think that you can't get car finance if you're doing a private sale. That mm, is not true. Yeah, you can actually yeah. go to the major banks and even get finance on a private sale. Yeah. Um, as long as you qualify and the car goes through the mechanical check, the bank will issue you the finance. Lovely. Because a lot of people are buying cars which have a 15% or 20% markup mm. just because it's, they've see the sign that the bank offers financing. Yeah. But if you have good credit, you should be able to buy the car you desire. And a pre-loved car is probably Probably the best way to start looking at it, um, especially in these tougher economic times. Mm -hmm. uh, I am seeing now that there's a rise in people leasing out cars. Uh, I don't know how that works. I don't mm -hmm. know if if it's more advisable than than buying a pre-loved car. How does it how does it really work? Do you okay. own the car at the end of the leasing period? How does it work? Okay, there's three types of purchase when you're getting a car. The first mm -hmm. one is the most common, which is a higher purchase agreement, where yeah. you go into an agreement and you say, over 60 months, we're going to pay you X amount every month um, for the car. It includes a lot of interest, by the way. Okay. But higher purchase is one way. Yeah. You can also do higher purchase with this thing called residual, or they also call it a balloon payment. Mm -hmm. This basically is saying that I don't have money right now. Yeah. However, I'll have money at the end. So essentially, uh, a residual is like paying a deposit on the car at the end mm. and basically you pay for it in that yeah. During the life of the car, you pay a lower installment, but you're going to have to come up with the goods yeah. in 60 months. And yeah. often people don't even want to pay because the car is not worth it mm -hmm. and they find sob stories. Yeah. But in both these options, 
at the end of the term, you own the car. Yeah. With yeah. leasing, they, they, they have different names. Different manufacturers use fancy names for, for leasing. But generally, it's a 36-month contract where it's like a cell phone contract. You are simply <laughs> renting the car. Okay. Okay. Um, it's even worse than a cell phone because a cell phone, you get to keep it. Yeah. With a lease agreement, after 36 months, you can hand the car back in and get a newer model, but the car is never yours. So it's like mm. permanent rental. And it but does works. it make more sense, though? Because you know maybe in three or four years i'm not interested in that car anymore so yeah. i want a new car and, and maybe that works i think that is the way which people are starting to see things because yeah. cars have become commoditized mm. a car is a tool if yeah. you're using it for business it will get you from a to b after 36 months you want a newer car if you're using it to, to for, for its purpose yeah. you do want to be in a car that's reliable that's that's still under warranty etc yeah. so leasing is definitely an option but E-leasing depends on you having a jobby job. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. And, and <laughs> if, if for any reason your income is cut, mm. you have a big problem because sure. you can't maintain that car and it was never yours in the first mm. place. So mm. sometimes the best way is probably to hang on to your old banger and drive the flashy um, leased car. But the leased cars also have limits. Right. You see these people drive their car only at the weekend tell yeah. you, no, I carpool. No, it's because they're leasing. <laughs> because they have a limit. Ooh, they have 10,000 Ks or 20,000 they can drive a year if they drive more than that they have to pay up to seven rand for every kilometer My over goodness. on that three-year period so those so are the t's and c's that we often don't know about you don't know about that yeah. so that's why you you'd start making your car a weekend special and during the week you catch e Demuchos <laughs> <laughs> calling us from Pretoria. welcome hi ma'am how are you good how are you no i'm hundreds man Ma'am, uh, I'm not sure if I got your case uh, quite correctly. I think he mentioned something to the effect that uh, you can sell your car more than the actual value that you bought it for. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to understand how is that possible. Yeah. Okay. Basically, yeah. because cars are, are imported... <laughs> There is an exchange rate, rate link. So, for example, if the rand went up by 30% last year and you bought your car for 500,000, well, let's make it easy number, 600,000, it means that yeah. same new car is now 800,000. So, when they calculate the value of a used car mm. at 800,000, you may actually end up with a value which is more than the value you actually bought the car, simply because of the exchange rate. It's wow. not to say that the car has not depreciated, but it's because cars are, are generally not manufactured here, especially on a full import. So if your car was 1 million last year and it's 1.2 this year, mm. you'll find that the used car might be sold for 1 million, but that was the price of a new car. Wow. But it's not to say, let's speculate and use cars as assets, because ultimately a car is a depreciating asset mm. and it's depreciated over 5 years at 20% a year, and over 5 years in most corporate books, a car is worth nothing. Oh, yeah. Okay, no, thanks. Uh, I'm sorted. I think I understand. Now. All right. Thank you so much, Tebucho, uh, calling us from Pretoria. Benny, calling from Midrand. How are you? Hi, how are you? Hi, good. Um, how are you? Good, good, thanks. I just want to ask, uh, what's, the, what's the golden rule for uh, the percentage of your salary that should be going towards your car? Awesome. And uh, my second question is, how true is it that when cars are repossessed, um, the, the, the the onus is still on 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 the individual to continue paying the um the the, the installment. How true is this? I, I've been told when you when your car is repossessed, they can still uh, require you to yeah. continue paying because you have a contract. 
Mm. Okay. You listen over the radio. Thank you so very much. Very important questions there being asked by, by okay. Benny. Percentage from a, first. From, from a financial planning point of view, your car should really not be more than 10% of your net income. However, we all love beautiful cars and people stretch themselves to 20, 30%. But remember, a car is really that, a tool to get you from A to B. Your car should not be more than 10% of the value of your home. It shouldn't. Mm. You shouldn't be driving a car which is worth 2 million rand if you stay in a townhouse worth 500,000. Mm. It doesn't make financial sense. So the answer to your question, your car should not be 10% of the value of your home. Or if you're looking from a salary or, or cash flow perspective, yeah. I would be reluctant to even let you have a car at 10% of your salary. You'd rather invest in an appreciating asset such as a home. Yeah. The question about a repossessed car, that's interesting because when your car is repossessed, it's, it's, it's the bank taking back the car, which was always theirs, which you thought was yours because you paid a few times. <laughs> However... When the car is auctioned off, there is a potential that the value which the bank gets for that car is less than the value which you owe, Mm. which means that balance is still on you. So most people think that by throwing the car back at the bank, Mm. it's over. We're square. It doesn't work like that. Mm. You are only square when you've settled the full amount. So it's important that... Um, even when you know you can't afford to sell to, to, to drive the car anymore, rather you try and get someone to buy it at a higher price because when these cars go to auction, they go for next to nothing and the balance between the, the value of the car which was sold at the auction and yeah. which you owe in terms of your higher purchase or lease contract is liable on you. Zero eight six one nine eight seven triple zero. What to know uh, when buying a car in 2016? Certified financial planner in the studio with us, Gerald Mwandiabira, and uh, really ironing out some of those things that we're not really that clear about. But uh, I remember in my younger days, a friend of mine who was searching for a car and, you know, they have to sort of take a look at your finances and see whether or not you can afford one. Uh, and I remember that a financial planner said to her that if you are required to pay for a car over seven to two months, it means you can't afford it that is true (laughs) let's look (laughs) at it you've got people who are buying houses for a million rand and they say to the bank i I can only afford it over 20 years Mm. they go to the same bank and they say i want a car but i can pay a million rand over 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 five years Mm. it doesn't work out that way i think people need to just realize that a car is unless you're using it for business you really need to try and manage the costs which you uh, allocate to to car ownership and yeah. and if you do that prudently um you you definitely will make progress mm. also Many people make the mistake of seeking financial advice from a car salesperson. Yes, oh, wow. in the show trying to make a sale, no. right? In the showroom there's that financial guy, but that financial guy is just there to convince you that you can afford the car. Yeah. So that it gets out, gets out of the They're showroom and it's you. no longer his problem. Mm, because mm. a car is a major financial decision because of the cost of cars in South Africa, yeah. you do need to have somebody who has a holistic look at at your big picture, your yeah. life, your goals, your aspirations. And also, if you're one year from marriage, don't buy a two-seater. Because tomorrow, mm. you might mm. have an extra passenger. Right. And the car seat doesn't fit. Mm. And you know, so, so those are the things you need to take into consideration. Your car should reflect your life stage. And if you're starting out, drive in a car which reflects your starting out. If you're in a profession which needs you to look smart in a smart car, make sure you can afford it. 
And when it comes to a lot of these, uh, you know, advertisements that we see everywhere, no deposit, uh, you know, buy it now and then you'll pay in December. You know, it sounds all attractive. It sounds very sexy and inviting. Uh, what to look out for in those kinds of deals? Apelele, the thing about it is nothing is for free. When they say don't pay for four months, it's been loaded into the price. So okay. effectively, instead of financing it over 60 months, all they've done is recalculate it to 56 months. Plus, they're going to charge you interest on those four months you're driving it for free. Ah. So, so, so there is always a value associated with these special deals. Yeah. What you really do need is somebody to sit down with you and do these calculations. Mm. So that, for example, if interest rates go up, this is how it will affect your car. Mm. Um, if fuel goes up, this is how it will affect your car. And and what we need to start doing is really looking at our financial health and really considering car and house as major financial decisions, which you need an expert to sit down with yeah. and make sure you're on the right track. Lastly, in our sober moments, when we're being honest with ourselves, some of the questions, financial questions that we should be asking ourselves in terms of our affordability, you spoke about, uh, you know, it's not just the installment of the car that we need to take into consideration, the fuel for that car, the upkeep for the car, um, insurance, which is a big, 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 uh, takes a big chunk out of uh, your, your pocket as well. But some of the, the important questions that we must ask ourselves financially uh, when we, we, we want to make that purchase. I think one of the things you need to consider is if you buy this car and you should consider if this car payment goes up by 2000 rand can i afford it okay and that is a possibility that, that is a that is a real possibility these mm, days okay if 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 i get married how will this car affect my situation okay. because obviously marriage changes everything so mm. suddenly the car which we are using to become to be a blesser of many suddenly <laughs> needs to be a family car so you need to start considering those decisions how close am i to certain life stages yeah. is this car appropriate okay. um you need to also consider in terms of if i were to lose my job and have to return this car how much in terms of depreciation would they be between the settlement value and mm. the value of the car mm. it goes back to that buy a car that's popular because popular brands you'll have you still have a shortfall but it won't be as great as a car which only you liked driving yeah yeah and uh, when we are buying pre-loved car i know i said lastly but we still have mm. a little bit of time when we're buying pre-loved cars uh, questions that we absolutely must ask and things that we absolutely must check out and do Pre-loved car, test drive it. You'll yeah. feel it. Um, take it for a full mechanical check. Mm -hmm. If possible, bring a mechanic. And yeah. this one is out for the ladies out there. Don't yeah. go buying a car on your own. Yeah. If you can, bring a brother or mm. bring your dad. Or someone uh, who knows something so about someone cars. Someone who knows something about cars. Yeah. Because often, um, unfortunately, there's a lot of men out there who still think women don't know their stuff about mm. cars. Yes, there are girls who know their stuff. But for some ladies, it's a, it's a challenge. Yeah. And if you are challenged mechanically, you don't know about horsepower, you don't know about torque, you don't know about about gears take a male companion who maybe is more versed on cars or a female companion yeah. who's just bought a car mm. and make sure you get the facts straight i don't know if we have time for this but let's go to funny quickly from Bale park uh, what's your question funny hi hi how are you very good how are you i'm good thanks um i just it's, it's a question to the gentleman that you're interviewing right now mm -hmm. there that mm -hmm. you have in the studio yeah. because i hear everybody's talking about the installments and all that but what i want to find out from him because other guys were saying if you buy a car cash that does not work into your advantage. I just want to find out uh, how does that work. If I buy a car cash, isn't that an advantage to me? 
I'll, I'll listen on the radio. Thank you so much. Certainly, buying, buying a car cash is advantage to you, but you need to remember the time value of money. The only reason it could be a loss is that money could be earning interest or doing something else mm. instead of depreciating in right. a car. That's why they say sometimes buying cash is not always a big or clever decision. Yeah. However, because money could do something else. Yeah. But if you can afford it and it's a pre-loved car and maybe it's 50 grand or some, an affordable amount, I'd rather go for it cash. People who want to uh, follow your movements, get in touch with you, how can they do so, Gerald? It's at M-R-G-E-E-Z-O. That's at M-R-G-E-E-Z-O. That's at Mr. Gizo. Or just log on to website askgerald.co.za. That's askgerald.co.za. Simple enough. Thank you so very much for your time, Gerald. Mwandi Ambira, who is Certified Financial Planner, walking us through the things that we must know uh, from the finance point of view when buying a car in 2016. And that takes the time to exactly 2 o'clock. Time for your latest news.